Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 53 of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and sitting beside me, as always, is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We are one half of the Double Doubles from Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, joining us this week, we have Ryan in London and Lauren TBD. Yeah, she's uh, the stores have finally opened, and so she was like, <laughs> forget this. Um, so she might stop by, but we had some shoes. We had some kids with uh, shoes with toes poking out, so we had to get that. Yes, I remember her talking about this last time um, before we recorded, and she was saying like yeah. she didn't know, like she really couldn't wait much longer. And do you order online and not really know if they're going <laughs> to fit well? If it's the right size, uh, yeah. right? And we did order online, and it turned out we did not really know, uh, and it did not fit well. Yeah, so and we also the time, the time it takes to ship these days, like they might be a size up by the time you get them again. Like yeah. they've already well. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So she yeah, she sends her regrets. She could pop <laughs> by, um, but uh, she probably is waiting in line for oh, yeah. um, the trying to get in somewhere. Yeah, yeah. No worries. Um, let's do a quick, uh, a couple quick housekeeping items. Uh, number one uh, is that uh, in the event that you do hear a baby cry, mm-hmm. uh, it is our daughter Rosalie. Who is with our grandparent, her grandparents yeah. downstairs at the moment? So we have the door closed. But, we have not left but her. She's really loud. But she, yeah, <laughs> she may be fussy. That's she's got that's a good what, set of pipes on her. That's yeah. what babies do. And if this Lauren disappears, that's why. That's that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other piece of housekeeping news is Disney housekeeping news, which is an update to our previous episode yeah. about the mask policy. And sure enough, we talked about it that. You know, by the time we had another episode, it could be totally different. And it is um, at the moment, uh, at the present moment, Disney is um, moving forward with uh, no masks for anybody who is fully vaccinated, uh, with the exception being on any transportation. Um, so buses, monorail, Skyliner, boats, um, you need to any everybody needs to wear a mask on those uh, pieces of transportation. But in the parks on the attractions um it doesn't matter no masks are required if you are fully vaccinated um if you're not fully vaccinated then you should be wearing your mask at the indoor attraction areas um but we all know how that's going to go uh and that is anybody who has um anybody who doesn't want to wear a mask is just going to say that they're fully vaccinated yeah, there's, so. no, there's no proof needed but also i do think that you'll get some people who are fully vaccinated that may still wear masks sometimes i'll be honest i think i would yeah i think it just depends well we talked about this before too like everybody (laughs) sort of feels differently about about all of it um so anyway it's hard to tell until you're there but i know a lot of people are really happy about it i again uh the summer is hard to to bear in in florida sure matt even without a mask but uh, yeah. but that's the update yeah yeah and that's what universal is doing as well yeah they disney's like first. two weeks behind what universal is doing which uh makes total sense because universal sort of really needs to push for a lack of masks well we uh, know that like universal's like the the like kind of bad cousin right <laughs> rowdy cousin like yeah, yeah, yeah the rebel child yeah, yeah the rebel child and like um i'm gonna do what i want yeah and people love it (laughs) and i think and i think they get freedom because they are as much as they're competitors to disney they are such a smaller fish compared to disney like you know as much as we want to say that they're they're an equal you know of course when you go to uh, orlando you think about going to universal as well but 
market share and all that kind of stuff is just vastly different than yeah. I think like sheer attendance numbers through the year. Uh, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure, so we'd have to fact check it. Um, but I'm pretty sure that both of the uh, Universal Orlando um, parks do not get the same attendance as any of the four major theme parks at Walt Disney World. I think also they just have a different history, right? Sure. Like, like Disney, you've built and a different demographic. This... You can't yeah. necessarily bring your little kids to uh, Universal Orlando because not everything is for them. Yeah, but. Anyway, yeah. that's so those are the changes. That's our update. Um, don't need to dwell on it too much. Um, because today we're going to be talking about uh, the Avengers Campus at uh, Disney's California Adventure Park in Disneyland. Um, and I, I think it's... Uh, maybe we start by talking about why there aren't more Avengers things in Walt Disney World. And the general consensus is that um, many years ago, Universal uh, signed a deal with Marvel before Disney had purchased Marvel um, to feature some of its characters in the park. And that's why at, at Universal, you see um, like the Hulk coaster and there's a Spider-Man ride and like uh, they're all the very classic um, comic book versions of all those Avengers. But but Universal has the ability to showcase them in their parks. They would have signed an agreement that um, meant that competitors couldn't have it within a certain radius. And that's why we expect, or that's why we suspect that, um, you know, all the Avengers stuff is going in at uh, Disneyland in California. And is that because there's no, like, there isn't a Hulk coaster at the Universal in California. That's correct. Like, so yeah. they don't have that same. They don't have the same agreement over or the there. The same attractions there. Yeah. Um, there are some exceptions. Obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy is uh, going in at Epcot. Um, so you know there there are characters that are available that uh, that can go in the parks. Um, but but well, you're not going to see. Remember when that movie came out, and I I don't know. I think I was like, who? What are these people? Yeah, so, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, so they were Universal is probably like, oh, we don't need to worry about these guys. Like, nobody <laughs> cares about them. Well, I always remember um, the story was that when Sony had purchased the rights to Spider Man to make the the first Spider Man movies with Tobey Maguire, um, Marvel gave them they had an opportunity to purchase the entire Marvel collection of characters. And Sony at the time said, uh, no, like we don't, we don't want to make movies about like who wants to see a movie about Thor or Iron Man or like garbage like that. And, uh, years later when Disney, uh, took over, uh, I'm sure Sony was kind of kicking themselves for, for not taking the full amount, um, of Avengers that are, that were available. Um, but long story short, uh, some we're going to see some Marvel characters at Walt Disney World, but not to the same extent, not the not the full Avengers crew until whatever agreement with Universal runs out, which I don't know if it ever will. It's... I, can I ask a question to all of us here? Sure. I just want to like, can we rate um, how much of a Avengers fan we are on maybe like a scale of what one to ten here? I'm just curious. Uh, Do you know well, what I mean? How yeah, I mean, Avenger I would answer. say I'm like a nine. Okay, Ryan. Um, I have an eleven-year-old who 
tells me everything yes. about Marvel so, and watches a ton of YouTube stuff. So I'm not going to say I'm a 10, but yeah, I yeah. would say probably like Ryan, like I'm a 9. Okay. Lauren, you're like a 3. <laughs> no, not that low. I'm like, um, like I was going to say a 6. Okay. Five or six. Yeah. Now a casual fan. Yeah. Like I, I like some of the movies way more than others. I like some of the characters a lot. Um, but I will admit like, um, I'd seen, I think I had seen all the movies before, like, or yeah, I think I'd seen all of them almost before, uh, we went to see like infinity war and Endgame. but I will admit, I didn't know what the infinity stones were right when we went like i just don't retain the information like that i didn't i don't think long term when i see those movies like i don't think (laughs) about the stories but i do like um i do get caught up in them or i can't remember like early in one of the early marvel um avengers movies when they teased thanos oh yeah you'd be like you'd be watching that post credits clip and be like who? Yeah, I like I just <laughs> yeah. don't have that kind of information. But sure. I will say I really enjoyed Doctor Strange because I love Benedict Cumberbatch. So yeah. like I, I like that. Um, I like, and maybe it's because I do like I tend to to enjoy like f- female strong female characters, Con- which there are more of. Uh, yeah, I just don't, like I don't think they did a good job with Black Widow. <laughs> it's and that could be another. Yeah, I think we'll talk about that when the movie comes out, but. Um, so like Captain Marvel was really fun. Um, I do, I think Thor's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I did not like Iron Man three. Remember when we watched, it, I was like, I don't remember any of this. It turns oh, out I hadn't seen it. I don't it. like, I don't like any Iron Man movie. I okay. I'm not great. I'm annoying. not a, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan. I like Robert Downey Jr. Sure. But yeah. I don't, yeah. Iron Man is like not going to be my choice of, of movies to watch. I love the first Captain America. Um, Oh, Absolutely. So, I think that might be my favorite. Yeah, like it's I I also just love that like jump back in time. Um the last two movies are fantastic. So I I I do really enjoy them. Um like we just recently watched Ant-Man again and like Paul Rudd is so likable and such a maybe yeah. I would say it like unlikely I would have thought like what? He's going to be in Marvel, but he did such a good job in there. Um so, well, and Evangeline Lilly is the wasp. Like, yeah. you know, they've got a good dynamic and there's a reason why, you know, we're seeing them stick around a little bit more. Um, I think they've got another movie coming out. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's still on the docket. So like they are, they're good, well, strong we characters. Well, we noticed this time that Paul Redwood had a writing credit in Ant-Man. Yeah. Which was interesting. And I thought, oh, like maybe that's why he suits this part so well. <laughs> but so yeah, I, I'm I am in, I enjoy it and kinda of, it's kind of the same with me and, and Star Wars where like I enjoy a good story and um but I'm not like hugely invested. Heavily invested. But I'm always like I love the theme park aspect of all of these things. So yeah. so I'm I am intrigued by um avengers campus and i know like this is a year late right like they this was set to open last summer right yeah and i mean parts of it are still not fully open yet Uh, it'll open in stages and and we'll talk about that a little bit um yeah suffice it to say most of the avengers stuff is uh is going to pop up at disneyland um in disney's california adventure park um i guess uh i mean i'll put it to ryan we've talked about this before where uh if you are a huge avengers fan is that enough of a draw to bring you across um 
you know, across the continent to uh, to the West Coast to go to Disneyland versus a trip to Disney World in Florida? So I would say yes, um, simply because, and I had this conversation with, with uh, Lauren last night, actually. We were talking about, A, how great um, and for the most part family-friendly Marvel movies have been. Yeah. Um, which we really do appreciate. But what, honestly, we took Finn to go to Cars Land, and we might have already said this on another episode, um, but we took Finn to go see Cars Land when he was, I think, nine. And he was really into cars from ages, let's say, three to seven, three to eight. Mm -hmm. And not that he didn't love it, he did. But their Cars Land was so good and so immersive that I would expect this to be exactly the same and that i have an 11 year old and i right now have like disney world tickets in my pocket that uh, i'd love to exchange to disneyland tickets uh and i it's just that is a whole other episode we should talk about <laughs> how disneyland and disney world are are the same and yet very different yeah um but yeah no i would absolutely um yeah if you lived on the west coast right now and you were itching for a disney experience and you were a marvel fan i would say like no brainer go to disneyland uh, on the East Coast, obviously, it's, it's, it tends to be a little bit of a trickier endeavor with flights and stuff. But yeah. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's going to be phenomenal. We've done the Guardians of the Galaxy um, mission breakout when we were there uh, two years ago, right. and it's dynamite and really cool to see how they've reimagined the the Tower of Terror from Disney World over there into that ride. Yeah. Um, and so if if that ride is any indication to what the campus is, I have no doubt that it's amazing. Well, and I think uh, like to your point, um, it's it's extra special to get your kids there when they are super into it. Um, yeah. And uh, and if they're into it, sort of like in the next couple of years, that seems to be the time to go, um, so that they can really fully appreciate it while they think it's super cool. I mean, not that it's I don't think it's super cool as a as an adult, um, but like when you can be eat that much more invested in it. Yeah, I think had we taken Finn when he was let's say four or five to Cars Land, and he would have legit been in the mood of oh my gosh, that's really Lightning McQueen, right. that's really Mater, I'm yeah. really in Cars Land. I think not to get too sappy, I think we might have cried. He liked it so much that he was like, he was in in. Every night he went to bed holding on to a little car, a little Mater and a little McQueen every single night. And he lost them under the bed every single night. We used to get so mad at him because we're like, why would you go to bed with a little one? Go like sleep with the big stuffy. Yeah. He's like, no, I want to sleep with a little one. And But it was the idea that he was so attached to those characters. And it's part of his childhood. I, I regret that we didn't do it then. Again, it's fine. Whatever. You, you know, you can only do what you can do. Um, but I worry that I'll have the same regret for this as well. You know, I was talking to Finn the other day and he was like oh my gosh I, I gotta get there i gotta see the rides i gotta see spider-man and i mean he knows full well that that's not spider-man yeah um yeah. but he he still it's so valuable to him right now like it is you know it's it's, it's his jam and you know in a few more years uh you know he'll probably go to disneyland with me and he'll be like Ugh, dad i can't ride a ride with you because no one should see me with you um <laughs> But, you know, so it won't be the same as now where he's like, hey, let's go do this. Let's go. This. We got to do this together. You yeah. know, so, um, yeah, not to, to be too super sentimental, but I do think that that's what Disney does so great. Yeah. And that's why we talk about it so much, because this is an experience that will relate to a lot of tweens and teens right now who are knee deep in Marvel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, so l- maybe let's talk about the Avengers campus um, and what it includes at the moment. Um, so at the Avengers campus in uh, Disney California Adventure Park, it is sort of in the area where the old Tower of Terror was uh, because obviously a Guardi- it's been rethemed to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, um, which is like it like the collector and all you get to walk through his his stuff before you get on the actual attraction um really cool theming um and it's such a large attraction that you kind of have to build around it um and they and they have built around it they've added another attraction um which just opened um which is web slingers a spider-man adventure um and this one it you know it's Uh, it's gonna be like it's just as immersive i think um people are really into it um we know that there's a third attraction we were talking about this that was on the docket um and a and a an opening date of who knows when this does this not remind you of uh, galaxy's edge because it reminds me of galaxy's edge where you have like part of it to start open part of it and like there's still more to come and the big ride that is probably going to be the one that everybody is like gunning for is not yet open yeah Um, so we know that like that third attraction um i mean officially unofficially is supposed to be like riding a quinjet to wakanda some sort of journey that way um but we don't know more details about it um so we can only talk about the attractions that are here at the moment um so maybe maybe let's talk about it um ryan do you maybe because you've had experience with guardians of the galaxy uh mission breakout um better worse different from um tower of terror like we know i i mean some of our longtime listeners will know how much lauren and i love um tower of terror i just took my dad through a step-by-step um, like walk through uh, <laughs> downstairs before coming up here because he has not he hasn't been on it he didn't go we didn't go to um, Hollywood Studios when we went with them um, yeah and uh, you know it's too bad like he's uh, lost his vision now so but he's very familiar he knows what it looks like um, and he's really familiar with um, the Twilight Zone so I right. was like explaining all that but I was also saying how they've rethemed the one out in Disneyland yeah um so maybe maybe Ryan you can talk a little bit about that um and your experience with um with that attraction yeah so um yes yeah, so you're right so they, you really do walk through the collector's um kind of museum palace kind of just a ton uh, of easter eggs for uh, like uh like absolutely. fans Marvel fans yeah there's tons of stuff um from Guardians of the Galaxy that you can yeah, definitely. You can nerd out in that alone. Uh, you then go into a room very much. Um, uh, it's been a while since I've done Tower of Terror. I don't think there's a room like this, but it's like the stretching room in theory in Haunted Mansion. So basically it's another show. Oh, it's it's uh, like the library, room. right? At uh, yeah. yeah. Is there a... Okay. See, so this is how long it's been. <laughs> I think the last time I did, I did the VIB tour, so I walked right onto the room. Uh, right. So, um, so on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you're in this room... Um, and basically you're watching this video, um, an animatronic talking to you. And then right at the end, Rocket steals. Um, and I think it's the collector talking to you about the stuff that he has. And right at the end, before you hop on your ride, Rocket steals 
um, Star-Lord's cassette tape and a cassette tape player. Right. And that kind of sends you on the premise because the ride is basically you escaping, mission breakout, um, you're escaping from the, the collector, um, but then what happens is, is there are six different rides based on the songs that are played on that cassette tape. Yeah. Um, and so there's an Elvis song. I think there's the Jackson five ABC, uh, and others. Um, but anyways, the ride is kind of geared towards that. So of course the up and down drops, uh, just like tower of terror are based on the songs as well. Um, I think we did, I think we had the Elvis song, um, and I will find out what those songs are in a second, but it was, it's fantastic. Honestly, um, it's, it's, it's so different, um, than the tower of terror, but just equally as thrilling. Right. Yeah. I mean, it sounds, I know when it was initially announced, there was such backlash, um, because yeah. tower of terror is such an iconic, um, attraction, um, and what's interesting is, you know, obviously it got rethemed in California, uh, and I believe in Disneyland Paris, their Tower of Terror kind of went the other way, where they got more theming with more stories that were spooky um, Tower of Terror type uh, stories. So they kind of went further in that direction, whereas in California they went um, with a total retheming so that they could you know, it was, it, it was the starting point of their Avengers campus, which I think, um, was not surprising at all, uh, that something was going to come because Marvel is such a huge intellectual property that you'd be, D Disney would be stupid not to, not to utilize it in their parks, um, because it does attract such a, such a huge following, um, more so than a bug's life. More so than a bug's life, <laughs> which is what was there in that area before. Yeah, now, the... Um, oh my gosh, and it was so fun. Uh, the six songs, uh, for those who are interested, uh, Why Want You Back by the Jackson 5, Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar, Give Up the Funk by Parliament, Free Ride by Edgar, Edgar Winter Group, Burning Love by Elvis Presley, and Born to be Wild by Steph, Steppenwolf. So some uh, pretty uh, epic songs to go yeah. on the epic journey. Can you imagine, like, as a musician, getting residuals from, oh, like, right? what? A, a theme park? An attraction? It's, yeah. <laughs> so cool. Uh, and anyways, just really well done. Um, both uh, my daughter and wife hate the drops. Um, and my daughter said that she'll never do a ride like that ever again. <laughs> um but she was five or six at the time, and of course she still loved it. She screamed with pure joy, and then afterwards she was like, "Oh, that was terrible! I'll never do that again." Um, so, but I, so, anyways, I thought it was fantastic. I would definitely do it again, um, and I cannot wait for the next time to to go and fully uh, be immersed in Marvel. Yeah. Let's talk about the other attraction, uh, which just opened, uh, which is Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. Web is uh, W-E-B and uh, stands for Worldwide Engineering Brigade. I guess the story around this attraction, um, you know, is obviously that you are on the Avengers campus um, and this Worldwide Engineering Brigade alongside Spider-Man has um, created these Spider-Bots. And uh, anybody who kind of follows, you're going to see merchandise of them pop up 
uh, it already has kind of popped up and is uh, is popular. It's like cute little robots um, that look like spiders, and they are they look pretty friendly and are supposed to be helpful. Um, but the uh, interesting thing about these spider bots is that they're self replicating, and obviously. Um, self-replication gets out of control your job is to help spider-man to um basically to to help collect them or stop them from rampaging um destroy them all destroy destroy (laughs) them all uh you know they're they're buggy uh according to to disney they've got bugs um that like make them act a certain way uh and it's just it's supposed to be a little bit chaotic but the the really cool thing about this ride is that it is interactive so it's not just that you're watching spider-man go and save the day but by like corralling all of these spider bots is that you have to participate in getting them as well um and and lauren mentioned this earlier uh that the best kind of comparable that we have to it is Toy Story Midway Mania, where you are, it's it's a series of screens, um, and you have 3D glasses on, that's, that's a part of the attraction, um, and at Toy Story Midway Mania, you are participating on the screen and uh, in, the, in the various games, but for web slingers, um, you are shooting webs uh, to grab spider bots um, in a variety of different I mean, you don't receive anything. It's just like no. you say so you, you use your hands. Yeah, it's not there's not a gun. There's not a, a, a handheld thing that you need to to use. Um, the technology just looks for hands um, and you can I'm assuming you can make the Spider-Man web gesture or not. Um, I don't I well, would suspect that it wouldn't really matter because as a younger child, you couldn't necessarily expect them to make the the, the, the attraction is like no height requirement um and it says it's good for all ages so yeah. so you'd have some little ones on there who maybe don't have that kind of coordination or you might have adults who don't really know <laughs> yet what, the, uh, what to do so what's but, what hand gesture but does I spider-man bet, use <laughs> hopefully a very like pc one yeah, yeah. um but it it sounds fun like it this isn't really what i was expecting no Uh, but when when they talked about it being like immersive and really like interactive i kind of expected a little bit more than what it is in the end it still looks really really fun um in the same way that toy story midway mania is really really fun every time i get off that ride i want to do it again immediately so i i imagine it's it is really fun um and like that's kind of Spider-Man, right? Like that's he's kind of like I would say he's one of the more fun characters. Oh, for sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um and cuz he's you like he's the younger guy. Um and I found that it, like we'll talk about it but the the little show before his like meet and greet is very much Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, a little bit cheesy. Um so so yeah i mean that's the that's the ride uh ryan what do you what do you think about the the ride as well yeah i mean it certainly looks like it's going to be super fun i mean again it it seems a bit of a simple concept but i think we i think we agree with kind of what we had said before regarding the the star wars iteration where you know the next ride which has been rumored to be you know the riding the quinjet to wakanda um is 
probably going to be the the you know the bigger draw. Um, but I mean, Spider-Man, I, I agree. Is it just a, a fun, fun character, especially the new Spider-Man? Goodness me! Yeah. Thank goodness, Tobey Maguire has uh, <laughs> uh, been been erased from my memory as as a Spider-Man. <laughs> and then Andrew Garfield, um, who? Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Um, yeah, truthfully, I had no idea they did Spider-Man after Tobey Maguire. No <laughs> yeah, you're not missing um, anything. No. Uh, so anyways, yeah, no, I mean, it looks super fun. Again, any type of interaction. I'm only sad as I don't, uh, they don't keep score on this one, right? I, As far as I know, no. Mm-hmm. I don't, I right? can't imagine um, that you would be able to track uh, scores. So, and I mean... Uh, uh, I think it's pretty obvious, um, and we can we can say it as our own disclaimer, as always. Um, we have not ridden this attraction. It just it opened a couple days ago, yeah. and yeah. we our border is still we, closed at the moment. So, uh, but we were intrigued, and we feel like other people probably are too. And so we just wanted to talk. We wanted about, to like, talk about what's there and yeah. first impressions on like, yeah, how how you know do we want to go? Yeah. Um, so here's the thing that blew my mind is because it's a new attraction, but it's like, it's not like a crazy, um, brand new experience, thrill ride kind of thing. Um, but Disneyland, uh, used a virtual queue for it. Um, in the same way that Rise of the Resistance has been using a virtual queue. I think it's needed though, because there's like like apparently within the first few days it's been like a four hour wait at the top of the day to get into the land. Yeah. So I, I'm not surprised, but I but it's also kind of a little bit sad um to think that like this may be the norm for every new opening mm. attraction at Disney. Yeah. And like they will continue using a virtual queue until it's not necessary anymore. And who knows when that is anytime. Also, right now, and I don't know how long this will be the case, but right now, if you go to Disneyland, you can only uh, on one day, you can only either get a virtual queue like boarding pass for this or for Rise of the Resistance. So you have to pick which one you want to ride. Yeah, because you can't have to you can't be on the um like in the queue of two rides at the yeah. same time. But I don't even think you could, if you rode one, I don't think in that day you can get the other one. Really? That That's, I think I saw that it was like on Instagram, I saw um, like a Disneyland blogger who I would say is pretty reputable, say like it's, it's one day. You can only have one a day and only do this one or Rise of the Resistance. I mean, that makes sense so that more people have an opportunity to yeah. experience those attractions. But it's tough to think like if you were really, really lucky and you got right in the virtual queue, uh, because similar to Rise of the Resistance, there's like two times a day um, that the um, that the virtual queue kind of opens up. Um, So at 7 a.m., if you were to get in the virtual queue for, let's say, Web Slingers and be one of the first people to ride it. And then when the Rise of the Resistance uh one opened up at like noon or one o'clock i can't remember which uh which time it is you couldn't grab another virtual queue for rise of the resistance um that being said i get it uh it makes total sense that they want more people to experience attractions and if that means that you know you only get to experience one or the other, then you'll be choosy about what you what you do. I suspect right now it's mostly um, locals yes. at Disneyland. So 
I would assume that like they know they're going to be back in, in they, a week or, yeah, or, in or a few two days. They can go and do the other one. Um, yeah. So who knows how long that will be around, but uh, I thought it was worth noting. Also, are we going to talk about how you can buy upgrades for this? For this ride? Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what the upgrades are. I don't know. All I saw was that um, so you can purchase like web tech accessories that interact with the attraction and affect or change your like web slinging powers. I would assume that it's a wearable like yeah, I think a wearable web slinger that is probably more accurate like whatever wow. sensors they use on the ride to like look for hands uh is probably like but i tuned. wonder i wonder if it has like different powers if you could have a web that was like electrified or do you know what i mean oh, like man, i probably. think it might like i think it's it sounds like it, it can change something about it or like you might see different things on the screen and like I don't know how much, um, but it definitely sounds like something that if you can continue to, to use it in multiple visits, like it makes that's sense. perfect for pass holders. Yeah. So here's the thing. I like, I love that idea and I am terrified by that I idea uh, because like, sure. Wouldn't it be cool to like have something that would enhance your ride experience or make it feel different, but it's a, it's a plus it's a purchase plus. You've got to pay extra twenty nine, and it's okay. thirty bucks. Really? Yeah. It's thirty bucks. This is according to New York Post. Um, you want to accentuate your ride and rack up a cracking score. You'll need to invest twenty nine ninety nine in the handy dandy web power band, conveniently available at the three merchandise outlets in Adventure California. The chunky armband straps onto the rider's forearms, ages three and up, uh, and unlocks a mode of multiple webs along with other additional options inspired by Marvel heroes with things like repulsor blasts to fend off foes. So how do you say no to your 11-year-old like Marvel-obsessed son at that point? Uh, well, I say no by saying, dude, it's 30 bucks, yeah. um, and you're going to ride the ride clearly once. Um, <laughs> yeah. It seems highly unlikely that you'd ride it multiple times on your trip unless I think you're really so, yeah. Um, and I mean, for us, we would just be like, well, instead of $30, we'll give you $20 to go add to your Lego money that you'll yeah, buy at Disneyland okay. at the Lego store. And then he'd be like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, and I think, I think honestly, I think what it would be really tough to do is it'd be tough to, for like, not as much for your 11 year old who kind of understands things. It'd be really tough for your like five year old yeah. twins right. who are like, what the heck? Why not? <laughs> yeah. What are those things um, that other people are using? Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's going to be the challenge is now you know, you don't go to any of those stores until you ride the ride. And maybe that's what yeah. you do. Um, you know, cause by the time you're on the ride, if you see some other kid with that stuff, you might, you can kind of pass it off. Be like, geez, I didn't know. Um, uh, so, yeah, it really is a dangerous precedent though. Yeah. Cause it means like, you know, what if there's a, like a wearable upgrade that, you know, when you went on haunted mansion, you it would it it would make things happen yeah that sounds so cool Does, like, it sounds so cool <laughs> but it's not 30 dollars cool like maybe it is though no. i don't know no it's hard it's easy but when you are there on vacation like in the park yeah. it's really easy to get like anyway i mean there will be people who are really into it yeah also i mean 200 or 220 lightsabers like i mean that's true how many times have you yeah. played with that <laughs> it's a display piece okay it, right now it's displayed in the corner of the room in a black bag yes but i mean i'm not uh, i actually like i don't think that ryan shouldn't have done it i just am i'm making fun how dare you call me out on that Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when rosalie's older well, he'll he'll make use of it yeah that's true but, 
I definitely think, uh, you know, and also, which we haven't talked about, but it kind of ties into this, is the the spider bots that you've probably seen on oh, TikTok yeah. or other places, right? And they're $79.99. Oh. Um, <laughs> right? So if you're spending 80 bucks on a spider bot, 30 bucks to, to kill the spider bots, I mean, it's... That's, yeah, like, that's I, droid territory. And, like, and they well, just started yeah. being a thing. <clears throat> yeah. That's that's crazy to me. Um, yeah. Something you mentioned in talking about the the tech, the wearable upgrade, uh, yeah. is that it was like increase your score. So there must be some sort of score uh, mm, scorekeeping, right? I don't know if it's yeah, individual it, or like for your team. Oh um, yeah. Who knows? And I think this again speaks to what you guys talked about. Really, Disneyland does have a very large local population. I could see you buying this for your kid because you go to Disneyland two or three Saturdays a month yeah. or, or you've got a four-year-old and they're not in school right yet. So yeah. you go for your walks in Disneyland, which happen all the time. It's crazy. They use it as like a park. Yeah. So sure. Like that makes sense. And then you've got that and you can, you know, share it amongst the kids or whatever. Um, but as somebody who's going to ride the ride once on your, you know, once every two year trip, it seems tough for me to spend $30 American on, on that. Well, cause place. you know, like two years later, you're going to get there and be like, I left the web slinger at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like yeah. a local, you could just, anymore. yeah, locals, you could just run back and grab it. But like, yeah, that'll be the one thing you forget to pack. Well, and what's frustrating is, is this is where as somebody who, who knows that Disney's a business would like to see Disney have said, Oh, actually your magic band actually can interact with the ride and you can do it like this or whatever. Right. right? Like, but there's no magic, I understand bands. magic bands. Yeah. Or Disney Right. Right. But I mean, something along that lines, right? Where you've got that, you know, you're already using that technology or you could open up your smartphone and you can, say, they you did, know, like... They did that with, uh, with uh, Galaxy's Edge around the land, right? With the play Yeah, app. the Disney play app. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just Which, picturing like, like holding my smartphone and like trying to shoot a web and just <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, flinging yeah. the phone out into... Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, you mean you're picturing me doing that because realistically... <laughs> I mean, I would be... probably do it too. Let's <laughs> Let's be honest. But yeah, no, I get it. It'd be it would make sense to already have tech that uh, Disney was using or that guests were already using, and just yeah. integrate it into the experience. Like, how cool is that? It's such a nice gesture instead of being like, yeah. "Hey, you can ride this ride, and it's fun, right?" But you know what would be make what would make <laughs> it more fun? Thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Well, and and yeah, I mean. Um, and I mean, not to go too into the weeds of this, but that was what I thought. Um, and Lauren, you actually watched the water display. Remember we went to the Epcot yes. world yeah. and they, they talked about the new water pavilion, yeah. right? And it looked like a lot of the things interacted with yeah, your yeah. magic band. And so again, now that I'm in the weeds, it'd be interesting to see since magic bands have been somewhat, yeah. um, displaced, uh, how will that technology work there? Do I have to pay 30 bucks to have Moana, like, mm. make water dance? Yes. <laughs> I would I, say, I would just say yes. Let's, yeah, I, I'll, I'll stake I, my claim I on it right now. I am a right huge now. fan of the Magic Band, though, I have to say. like it's I so just, cool. I, like, I will use it for as long as I can. I love it. I know. Yeah. Colored, co- like, or pattern, whatever. I love it. Get me oh. back there with hey. my Magic Bands. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, I took us down the path of magic. No, that's okay. Um, but like to to the point that we talked about, it's really really cool. It's really scary too about the future of attractions and yeah. and having to pay an additional amount to experience an attraction different than 
the people around you. It's it kind of seems unfair to be like if you want the really cool full experience of this ride, you need to pay an extra amount. Let's talk about what else is there. Sure. Let's talk about uh, character meet and greets. And like, this is a little bit up in the air because the, there's an Avengers headquarters that has like the uh, Quinjet up on the roof of it. And it's like this huge building or not huge building, but like it's a building um, that looks like it belongs on with the Avengers campus um, in the movies and this is where you are uh, going to be able to meet a ton of characters. I think right now it's like distance meeting, right? Like, yeah, like the the care you can't go inside because but you I know, think you character can't you can't greets. stand next to them and take no, a photo just they, yet. No, they they are a little bit further away, but certain characters will come out and and you'll be able to take pictures at a respectable distance from them. Um, but according to Disney, once the Avengers campus is open and up and or once the Avengers headquarters is open and running for character meet and greets. You'll be able to see um, characters like Iron Man, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Black Widow, Thor, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, the Wasp, and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I'm assuming not all at once. Um, it'll just be a rotating group of, of characters to see and you either may know who's in there or you may not. Or it might be like you walk inside and it's the cafeteria at lunchtime and they're all just like sitting around <laughs> having lunch and you can, so it's like, it's the opposite of character dining. Like they're the ones dining. Yeah. And we walk around and take pictures. Yeah. Um, at the moment, I believe uh, you can meet Dr. Strange at the ancient sanctum. Um, it looks cool. It looks cool. Like it's like the ruins. Um that fit in the in the Doctor Strange universe and or multiverse, uh, since that movie's coming out soon. Um, but uh, but just you know, I heard it's good at night. Like it's all lit up, really really neat. Um, and I think there's also like an optical illusion floor. So I've seen pictures where it's like a a white and black checkered floor that looks like it's like sinking into the earth. Yeah. Uh, so fun photo op there. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's the current character meet and greet. Um, but I did see Loki. Yeah. Loki came out, uh, recently, um, and on Disney plus, uh, as, as the show has, has opened, we're seeing Loki, that version of Loki, um, available for meet and greets at Disneyland. Have you watched that yet, Ryan? Yes. And... Oh goodness me. Okay, yes. Yes. We have to watch as soon as stuff comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, we haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I, so... I love Tom Hiddleston, so I, I will watch it. Yeah. yeah. So both Lauren and Finn thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really slow. Okay. I hate character development. Oh. <laughs> from what I've seen from all of the... I just yeah. do. Okay. I don't have the attention for it. Yep. Um, now, it just seems very much like the first like of WandaVision, yeah. which of course was the coolest and also very slow. Yes. Um, yeah. And really kind of bizarre. Falcon and Winter Soldier seem to be uh, less slow than this. Um Luckily, this is 51 minutes, so you kind of get a little bit more in depth. Mm. Um, but I, I, again, it's great. It's wonderful. I just thought it was slow for me. I'm excited to see the next one. Um, they kind of, like all Marvel stuff, the last three minutes is the oh, best yeah. part because then it gets you excited for next week. Right. Um, and, of course, Owen Wilson is in it, yeah. you know, and a little Lightning McQueen. So, um, which it's really, as I said, really cool, really well done. So I'm sure you guys will like it. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the other character show meet and greet kind of thing um which is spider-man 
and uh, fans of the One Day at Disney are going to recognize part of this show. It's a it's a Spider Man stunt show that happens, and it's basically like I watched it. I have to say it like it's pretty there funny. Was, there's parts of it where I was like. It feels a little stagnant. He like comes out and he's like on the building and like he's just saying like typical like cheesy kind of One Spider-Man lines. things yeah. and then like rolling and then like doing a, a uh, backflip, like, a backflip and a couple then saying backflips. something else and like but then at the end I was like, "Oh, but this is pure like Spider-Man." Yeah. You know, like um so basically like you have Spider-Man who comes out on the roof of the building uh, and sort of does this initial interaction and then talks about um trying um the new web tech where where he wants to fling uh webs and and fly around so he leaves the immediate area and then you see uh a spider-man go flying through the air and doing um you know acrobatics uh in the background like he's just flung from a web it's it's crazy but awesome and the reason why um fans of one day at disney are going to recognize this is because they're um the the stunt robot tech that disney imagineers have been working on is what kind of powers this show it's kind of the thing that you're waiting to see uh because how cool is it to see what looks like a person doing a huge acrobatic stunt through the air and um but it's not an actual person it's actually a robot spoiler alert um it's just such cool technology and then of course you know at the end of the the show or the stunt show you see him you see spider-man reappears and he crawls down the side of a building um to to the main ground and uh and then is available for for photos um it's cool it's cool to watch. It's super hokey, but um, but I don't know. I think it's fun. Um, Ryan, like, would Finn be into that kind of thing just to see it? Or I mean, you said like he knows that you know it's not it's not the real person oh. in there. Or, like, oh, for sure. No, I think he would still like. I think there's a part that really does. Um, the, he'll, he'll suspend his belief for it. You know, um, so I think he would definitely be interested in it. Yeah. And I think if you're not going to visit anytime soon, uh, I would watch it on YouTube. I would recommend watching the the little stunt show. It's funny, um, but it's just really cool to see how they've integrated this really complex animatronic um, technology into uh, into a show like that. And it's not like it just happens once a day. It happens several times a day. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Um. Maybe let's talk uh, briefly about food and like I, we won't get too into it, but um, but there's a, a few different things that you can get in uh, in the Avengers campus. I guess the biggest is they added a quick service restaurant, uh, the Pim Test Kitchen and Pim is uh, like Professor Pim or the Pim Particles from Ant-Man. Um, and basically the inside is all about like varying sizes of things of of food items um so i mean there are like throughout the the facility or throughout the restaurant itself um the decor has like 
large and small versions of things. Um, so you see huge soda cans and large condiment bottles like you are like you've been shrunk down um, to the size of Ant-Man. Um, I don't know. Like, I think it looks it looks like a pretty cool uh, just space. Um, and obviously it's it's funny um because it reminds me a lot of the uh of docking bay seven um Mm, yep in that when it opened they had all this like heavily themed menu with like um fancy names for everything and like pun names or um you know in in the star wars case it was like meant to fit into the star wars universe um at at pim at the pim test kitchen there's like the quantum pretzel and atomic fusion pretzel and the uh pimini sandwich not so little chicken yeah not so little chicken sandwich and pb3 superb sandwich like they're fun names but but i remember uh, yeah well disney world or uh i'm not sure if they did a disneyland as well but like or well at Walt Disney World the Docking Bay 7 menu changed names because people had a hard time understanding what it was and i guess people don't want to read descriptions of what uh of what the food is um but it kind of has that vibe to it where they've got these fancy names and i would expect that maybe they'll change within like 6 months yeah well, and if you haven't seen the Lots so of Little Chicken Sandwich on uh, Instagram, it yet, looks crazy. <laughs> it is. It is literally a a chicken breast. Uh, who know? Maybe it's two. I don't know. But it's like the size of a. Yeah, it's like the size of a basketball player's hand. Uh, or like a, a really large is, starfish. Yeah, and it's got the bun that is the size of a what looks like a mini slider burger bun yeah um to who i guess it you know accentuates how big that uh chicken is um it looks kind of ludicrous frankly but uh <laughs> just different I, scale like yeah obviously the yeah. bun is extra small and the and the chicken is extra large just to kind of really play with that um that perspective but yeah but it does look good and uh wish uh wish i was there <laughs> one thing i will say real quick is i'm just and, and maybe i'm way off here but i'm looking at the shawarma palace um as uh that's another option as well as uh, you know the avengers love their shawarma um on disney's website it says try some of the avengers favorite shawarma inspired wraps including plant-based falafel now falafel is always not... plant-based <laughs> correct right i'm like i'm not sure why you're telling me that maybe just because you want people to know that there's plant-based options but i was like man i've ate a lot of falafels that are made of chickpeas maybe i've been doing it wrong and there's like meat based <laughs> is, is there a beef falafel that i've been I missing don't know, i guess right right is that not just a meatball i don't know so anyways i've read i read that and i was like i gotta figure this out uh the other options is i see terrain treats where they've got churro spirals cosmic orbs uh, and some other uh, curious concoctions at a funky food cart. Just like uh, fancy and you, colors yeah. and... Yeah. yeah. The, you, you had me at churro spirals, so sounds great to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks like... Um, like, there are obviously options. And Pim's is really just, like, the only restaurant. And the rest are, like, carts or walk-up yeah. counters. Um, but, yeah, I think... 
you know, it's going to be a, it's like eating in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It's where the food is a little bit different. It's themed a little bit better um, to to better reflect like the land that it's in. Um, whether that sticks around like the the full on theming, I'm I'm not sure. Um, but you know, I like it. It seems interesting. Oh yeah, no, I am. I mean, I think it's interesting because they call the bread particle bread, and I'm I'm like, it, it's just bread. It's just it's just um, bread. But I'm kind of like, now I want to see what does particle bread look like. Um, but I'm sure it's just bread, you know. <laughs> um, so so I think you're right, Ryan. I think at some point maybe they'll uh, you know make the names a little bit more easy flowing so that you kind of know what you're fully getting. But uh, again, that's kind of the fun of this is there's all this new things to try. And, and that's, you know, it's one of the things that we love about Disney is creating new experiences, new menu items, new rides, new attractions, experiences. Yeah. It's all wonderful. Yeah. So we know it'll change and expand as, as it always does as time goes on. Obviously, if they're looking to add another attraction to it, that'll be another big, uh, big step in the Avengers campus. Cause it's, you know, uh, it's a new land in the park and, and they're going to develop it and theme it uh accordingly i think it's it'll be really interesting to see obviously it's very popular if you know right now there's a lineup to get into the land um which i remember they thought there would be a lineup to get into the land for for star wars but it never happened um but at disneyland it's a little bit different because of how small the area is and how many people you could uh conceivably fit in there so um so it makes sense that they've got a lineup um, to get in there. I would just love to see, I don't, I know we talked about this right off the top. Um, it's tough not to see Avengers at Walt Disney world. Um, and who knows if that'll be a forever thing. Um, but, but it certainly makes, uh, Disneyland a little bit more attractive because, you know, for as much as there's a lot of similarities between Disneyland and Walt Disney world, um, there are major differences and yeah, as Ryan mentioned, that's a podcast for another day, but, um, but it would certainly be enough, I think, to warrant going out to, to California to check out, um, the things that are that different. And the Avengers campus is certainly one of them. Oh, for sure. No, I, I totally agree with you. It really is. It's a whole different trip. Um, you know, Disneyland's one of those trips where for us on the East coast, I don't think, Unlike Disney World, I don't think you go and just do Disneyland. No, you go and you go to the coast. You go to San Diego. You like you're already taking that flight across the you know across the country. You might as well stay for a little bit longer. You know, I don't think of a, a five day California trip as, as being the norm. You know, I think of more of a ten day California trip. If yeah, you already went across that far. Um, not saying that that's what everybody does, but that's typically what we do. Um, I just think you've done the jet lag thing. Um, you might as well stay there for a bit and go see some of the other really great sites that are in California. That being said, Disneyland is a must. It is so different than Disney world. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, no, honestly, the, the immersion experience they've got from cars land to now Avengers campus, it just makes it so unique. So yeah, cannot wait to get back out there. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, I think that's a good place to, to leave it. We've done a good overview of what to expect in the Avengers campus. We're all looking forward to seeing it um, in person whenever that happens. Um, but uh, but yeah, 
we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, obviously, we're going to post the uh, this episode on our Facebook page and Instagram page. Um, head on over there, look for Dole Whips and Double Doubles and you can't miss us, and leave a comment uh, of what you would be most excited about on the Avengers campus. Um, is it the Spider-Man attraction? Um, do you like the idea of uh, meeting specific characters or specific Marvel characters? Or is it your kids that are super into it? You know, it, we'd love to hear from you. So yeah, drop us a line. Uh, you can also email us if you have questions or, or comments about the show or things about uh, topics that you want us to cover in the future. You can email us at contact at doublewhipsanddoubledoubles.ca um, and, uh, and we'd love to hear from you. But that's it. We want to thank you so much for, for joining us for this particular episode all about the Avengers Campus in Disneyland in California, not uh, not Walt Disney World in Florida. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. On behalf of myself, Ryan and Lauren, and Ryan and Lauren, we are the Double Doubles. You've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Thank you.